0: gamers your ears are in the right place my name is kelther and you're listening to i never cast for this episode 13 and we are a podcast dedicated to bringing forth discussions or debates on controversial gaming topics and hopefully putting them to rest today we're going to be talking about the future of gaming what's gaming going to look like in 2030 Um, which is 10 years from now if you're listening in 2020 so um before we get to all that Let's just do a few introductions to see who we have here joining us today. So as I said, my name is Kalthar, and on the, to the right of me on the panel, we have Erebus. How's it going, man? It's going great, man. How's it going with you? Good. You're looking quite pixelated this evening.
1: Yeah. Uh, I don't know what to do, man. Uh, I'm going to have to switch it up next week um,
0: to try to upgrade. <laughs> Honestly, it's probably on my end. My internet is terrible. so But it's all good. You're still coming in loud and clear, which is the main thing. Perfect. <laughs> and uh, returning once again, we have Atherkiss. What's up?
2: Thanks, man. You too. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, oh, my. And uh, Rekizor, how's it going?
3: Good, thanks.
0: That's good this all sounds so forced it's wonderful (laughs) (laughs) and ending us off we have a five person cast today we have m2 how's it going it's going well good man good um before I uh, catch up with you guys, let's just uh, talk about the format of the show again. So, again, it's every Monday at 9 p.m. Eastern time on Twitch.tv. And if you can't catch the live show, that's all good because you can just watch the VOD on YouTube after. We're also available on most podca- major podcast Netflix. Networks. <laughs> 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 what, what what
3: did I just say?
0: <laughs> Netflix. A, a network. Netflix. Net- Netflix. Netflix. Yeah. All right. Patent pending. Uh, we're also on uh, most major podcast networks. And if we're not on one, just let us know. All right. Uh, what have you guys been up to, whether it's gaming related or not? So we'll, we'll go to Erebus first. What have you been up to last week?
1: Uh, once again, there's a trend here. Probably ties to being a parent, but uh, not a lot of gaming. Um, I did play, play a bit of Warzone with uh Atherkis, played a bit with M two after the podcast last week, I think it was. And uh or it might have been a day after, but we played a few games. We had a couple of good runs, almost one a go- won a game, came in third or fourth. Um, I think this week I'll probably pick up Star Wars episode one racer on the Switch. Nice. Uh it's getting good reviews, runs at sixty FPS, they've done a few upgrades, so um, that's like a really nostalgic game that I played with Rekisor. if I recall back in the day. Mm-hmm. Bam. I think he helped me get Sabalba or I helped him get oh, He always Subulba. wins. Yeah. <laughs> 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 but the uh yeah, so I'm looking forward to uh to going through that. And uh and other than that, I think um we're Athricus and I are counting down the days till WoW Shadowlands launches later this year. We've been talking about that a uh, a bit.
0: Nice. Nice, cool. Uh yeah, Athragas, what have you uh, been up to last week?
2: Nothing, man. Working, sleeping, working, sleeping, working, sleeping.
0: Nice. That's it. So not much gaming, obviously. <laughs> Do you eat or just fasting the whole time? <laughs>
2: nope. Nope. Just working, sleeping. Oh.
0: And drinking beer, I see.
2: Nope.
0: <laughs> Apple juice. <laughs> got it. Uh, yeah, cool. Um, and uh, Rekizor, how about you?
3: Uh I have been playing a lot of Dead by Daylight. They have the uh anniversary event that's going on right near for right now, four years. I've played way too much of that, done like the cosmetics, and I'm trying to use new brutalities in Mortal Kombat eleven and failing. So <laughs> there's that. Nice.
0: Nothing wrong with that. That's good. <laughs> and uh M2, how about you?
4: Uh yeah, I picked up a few things on the Steam sale. Um Oh yeah, Steam sale. Yeah, Ooh. it's it's not a bad one. There's
3: uh I'm just up... gonna look at this window for a second. <laughs>
4: <laughs> picked up Planet Coaster, I've been meaning to play that for a while. I still have yet to fire nice. it up though.
3: Nice. Um, the physics engine in that is great.
4: <laughs> yeah, I've 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 seen some videos, it looks pretty pretty interesting, so and I'm a huge roller coaster tycoon fan, so hopefully yeah. it's uh it's at least a little bit similar. Yeah. Um but yeah, I've been playing mostly just the, the usual stuff. Uh, uh, I'm, I'm big into World of Warships and um, uh, uh, a little bit of SC2. Um, oh, really? Okay. Yeah.
0: Nice. Yeah. Nice. Uh, going yeah, not, back to... Not, I'm, yeah, go I'm ahead. Not a
4: hardcore, I'm not a hardcore SC2 player, though.
0: <laughs> no. <laughs> Is that the only Blizzard game you've really dedicated some time to?
4: Um, like, StarCraft 1. Okay. I played. I played Overwatch. Okay. And I wasn't really impressed with it. I just didn't like it, especially after coming after uh, Team Fortress. I think if Overwatch and Team Fortress are released at the same time, Team Fortress would wipe the floor with it. But...
0: yeah, no, that's, yeah, I remember you were like huge into Team Fortress back in the day, and I guess if yeah. you're so, if if you're so into that game, it's hard to switch to a brand new game that's basically the same formula, except arguably doesn't do it as well. If Right, but yeah, yeah, no, cool. All right, uh, I was gonna ask. Yeah, Planet Coaster is that really similar to Roller Coaster Tycoon? Did you say you played it yet, or or you haven't yet?
4: I haven't fired it up yet.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah, it yeah it does look like Roller Coaster Tycoon, and that game is like the best. I got that in a cereal box once. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, it was amazing. Um. Okay. Before we get into the uh, big topic of gaming in 2030, we're just going to look at... A, there was a lot of news this week, actually, and uh, I think, uh, yeah, we'll get right into the news. So, Erebus, uh, what is the big thing that's taken the internet by storm this last couple days, I think it's been?
1: It's a couple of days, but it's kind of an overarching thing. Um, with uh, So, Dr. Disrespect, I think most of us know who he is and most popular or most gamers, I should say know who he is. If you have any ties to gaming or streaming, he's, he's a streamer that, you know, puts on a performance or he has a character or archetype or whatever that he plays and uh, really entertaining guy. I've been watching him for years and he randomly um, got a Twitch ban, permanent Twitch ban, all of his emotes subs refunded to people. And it's extremely strange because it, it's really quiet in terms of nothing's leaking so there's a lot of conspiracy theories out there about what's going on some people think it's a sexual assault case because of the whole almost kind of me too streamer movement thing that's going on right now Mm -hmm. uh there's some people that think he's moving to another streaming platform with ninja and shroud because as you guys know mixer is finished so shroud and shroud got a 10 million dollar package ninja got a 30 million dollar package and um they're free to do what they want. So some people think the three of them are collaborating to start something, but it's really strange. He put out a tweet saying that he didn't know why Twitch banned him. And that's all we've got. And it's been three or four days now. Um, The other big news is the streamer. um, I'm calling it the me too movement, but that, you know, it's like a, there's basically a hundred, around a hundred streamers that have been accused of some sort of sexual assault. A lot of them, very prominent streamers. There's been five twitch bands over it. I immediately when I first saw it, and I would encourage you guys to look at it. it's very disturbing and uncomfortable to look at, and we you know we often crack jokes about you know stuff all the time, but this shit is sickening. If mm-hmm. you look at what these guys are saying, I won't read it because it's you know some people may not want to hear it, but I still think I think it's an important topic to talk about, maybe even it's something we can talk about on a more difficult podcast maybe but yeah um. Mm-hmm. Uh, war witch tv is one i want to talk about and the reason i really quickly the reason i want to is because he's a guy that i watched for a while he played elite dangerous smaller streamer probably 20 30k followers uh 40 year old ish uh with a wife kids everything um he was soliciting underage girls uh in twitter dms and uh i thought it was bullshit when i heard about it because i i you know, you think you know a guy watching a stream, which is ridiculous because you really don't yeah. know who they are in person, but you watch yeah. it and you kind of get used to them. And uh, they posted everything. They, so all these pe- these women are coming out posting what these people said to them. I won't repeat what he said uh, or what he said, but good God, it's really Some disturbing. And now there's stuff, 100, sure. 100 people have come forward uh, for – for prominent streamers, so some people think Doctor Disrespect may, might be in that group, but obviously that's there's been nothing else, so that's a, that's a I'm not alleging that he's actually caught mm-hmm. up in that or not, but it's just the timing of it is strange. When all yeah, this other stuff is happening, yeah, very coincidental timing
0: for sure. Hmm.
1: But either way, I would highly encourage any viewers, listeners, you guys on this, to take twenty minutes and just read up on it because I did, and because I I honestly read about it and I thought, oh my goodness, like a bunch of women are coming out and accusing men of stuff, and this always happens, and. You know, I had a I had a stereotype to it, but it's not it's evidence. Like they're posting screenshots and yeah. pictures and stuff of things that they got in messages, and they're twelve, 12, 13, 14 year old girls. That's gross. It's really disturbing. Yeah. Anyways, another one I saw on this,
0: was uh, me, the method, the guild, uh, the Wow Guild. Yeah. Uh, that was like arguably, I guess, the most successful Wow Guild ever, and it, it basically collapsed because one of the members, I don't remember his name, and doesn't really Josh. matter, I guess. Yeah, method I think Josh. And he yeah. was he was doing similar stuff, just being generally creepy. I think it was something. Well, no,
1: Method Method Josh is one of the few that's actually accused of rape. So he had he had a woman over at his house uh, who was on stream. Uh, they went to sleep that night. She came back on the next day. They're on stream, and she's crying, leaving his house, all that stuff. And then she went home, uh, really upset. Had a stream, was really upset. Anyways, she posted this this thing saying that the night of that stream, uh, he raped her repeatedly. Man. so that's what's come out and apparently method knew there was a problem for well over a year had multiple reports and ignored it yeah and now all of all of the prominent method people on on um, uh, on twitter and stuff have left their like there's a bunch of them have left the the company or the method company so um that's basically method is basically done sco the leader of method is basically done um it's it's crazy it's absolutely nuts
0: yeah it's crazy, it's crazy yeah like yeah, like I said, I haven't looked a whole lot into it just because this last week has been extremely hectic for me. Yeah, but yeah, it's something to look into for sure. Anyone want to? Anything they want to weigh in on, or any streamers they were surprised at, or, or just anything at all about this?
3: I got nothing.
4: No. Uh most of the streamers I follow are uh they're actually World of Worship streamers. So <laughs> I, I don't I don't follow any Warzone or what. I've seen a bit of Dr Disrespect. I mean, he's putting on a shtick, but yeah. I don't know how like I don't know how much of that his personality is actually like like what he do, what how he performs in real life, like what he what he he speaks to people and stuff. But why why can't people just not be jerks?
1: I know, right?
0: <laughs> Apparently it's hard to do. <laughs> Yeah, that yeah. that that's with going back to Doctor Disrespect too. Like, I wonder how much like cause, because like like, like M two was saying the whole thing is an act, not not necessarily what's happening now, but his entire stream persona ever since he came into the whole thing has just been him playing a character. So like it's well to me, he, it's he, like he, if is he building up to this whole new platform? So, so yeah, go ahead. Some people think he is.
1: Yeah. Uh, some people think this is a massive marketing ploy and and Ninja and Shroud have been silent. So yeah. Ninja and Shroud, for people that aren't familiar, are two of the other biggest streamers who just got released from Mixer. So they were paid a crap ton of money to go over to Mixer and then the Mixer just, you know, yeah. didn't make it. Yeah. And, uh, so they're, they're free, they're free agents with a bunch of money. Uh, so the three guys are basically free agents right now, according to, you know, so what some people are saying. So some people think they're starting their own streaming platform or they're going to be trying to make a big move. Um, it was interesting. Like Dr. Disrespect was talking about David Icke, who's a conspiracy theorist, um, and doing saying all this really weird stuff in the last podcast that he had that he's not normally kind of accustomed to saying. So, um, yeah, he, it might be some kind of promotional type thing that they're doing. It's just the timing is really odd. It's really, really yeah, odd. Yeah,
0: very. Yeah. Imagine getting pay, like bought by Mixer for $30 million and then Mixer going <laughs> under in six months. And then you just get to walk away with 30 million bucks. Like that's, that's crazy. I wouldn't
4: uh, wouldn't work a day after that.
0: (laughs) Baba Baba Shinga brought up
1: a a good point too. I forgot to mention. So Dr. Disrespect, he used to be part of the slick daddy club. Like that was what he called his, his, (laughs) his, his his group. Uh, But he ended up cheating on his wife with a streamer. Um, He was caught on tape, uh, interacting with girls at a bar from some other streamer, and then it ended up being linked that he that was the person he cheated, I believe, on with. And it, it became this big thing, he, anyways. He disappeared for a long time and came back with the Champions Club, which is what he has now. Um, and it was, but he turned it into this big marketing thing, so it became a huge thing. And like Baba Shinga said, he also filmed people while he was in a bathroom at E3, yeah, and he got a, he got like a stupid. two or three week ban for that. So, like he said, he does he has had some questionable behavior in the past, so who knows? Who knows what this is. How old is Doctor Disrespect? He's thirty-eight. Yeah, I, I thought he's like he's like old. He's old for the <laughs> video game community for sure. Yeah, yeah.
4: He's acting like a freaking sixteen-year-old.
0: Yeah, no, <laughs> yeah, sounds like you in high school, uh, M two. <laughs> <laughs> no. I didn't take video of people in the bathroom. <laughs> yeah, no, I know, but I, just I was a hell raiser though. <laughs> yeah, just in in regards to just being like you know raising shenanigans and stuff and yeah, yeah. Nothing criminal. No. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Is there anything else you guys want to say about that? Like, I, I know it's it's pretty crazy, and yeah, I'll definitely have to look into it more after the after the episode for sure, but yeah. All right. Well, moving on from that kind of depressing stuff with people just being jerks and idiots, like M2 said, it's, it shouldn't be hard to be, you know, a decent human being, but apparently it is. Um. Normally, we would go into the comment of the week. We did get some nice comments uh, on different videos saying we did a good job and just in having some input on different things, but nothing we can really debate. Um, so if you do have a comment that is kind of controversial or just like a like we encourage all comments on any on any platform, whether it's, uh, you know, even just leaving reviews on Apple or, or, or uh, comments on YouTube. Uh, we encourage you to leave any comment and asking a question about the podcast or anything at all, and we will uh, certainly we would love to respond to it. Okay, I think it's ready. I think it is time to get into the topic of the week. Okay, so the topic today, and I think it's uh, I I've, I came across this topic from an article from IGN originally, and IGN uh, sent out a questionnaire to a bunch of different game developers and people in the industry essentially, I can't remember what the three questions were, but they asked three questions to the exact same, the exact same three questions to all these different people. And the questions were basically along the lines of what will gaming look like in the year 2030? So that was that was the gist of it. Right. So I kind of want to just this is going to be a bit more of an open cast. I'll have have a few leading questions, but I just kind of want to just leave it there like generally what do you think gaming is going to be like in 2030 compared to now 10 years from now what do you think E3 at 2030 what what are they going to show there assuming there is an E3 but you know like in general what is what kind of gaming experiences can we expect in 2030 anyone want to start
4: i i was giving it some thought and i i thought the first first thing i saw is 2030 and i thought wow the far future of 2030. Then I realized, oh no, that's not that far away. No. <laughs> I think, I think gaming is going to look a lot like how it looks now. I okay. think we're still going to be using a, a keyboard and mouse. We're still going to be looking at a screen. We're still going to be using a controller. Uh, certain aspects of how your game is being played might change. Uh, I, I know there's a lot of love for the, uh, Google Stadia. <laughs> uh, I think, I think by 2030, there's going to be a lot more of that, including your OS. It's going to be hosted on a a system that isn't even local in your home. Interesting. But.
0: Okay, so well, we'll start there. So you you're thinking that uh, streaming essentially is going to be become mainstream. Are you saying oh, yeah. like Stadia? Like, do you think Stadia specifically is going to be big in 2030, or just similar models?
4: Just a a, a like a hosted streaming service like stadia i don't know google is quick to drop anything that they develop like they they google gets bored with its products within 10 minutes and then it drops it for a new one so yeah, killed by google. com. yeah i wouldn't put my money on stadia but i think it's i think part of it it's it's kind of it's something that's not going to start with gaming it's going to start with other things it's going to start with um uh, with you like turning on your cell phone and your cell phone OS is actually being processed on another server somewhere hmm. or your, your desktop OS or uh, your Xbox and Sony, uh, your PlayStation and whatnot, you're going to turn it on and it's not actually running your OS, just displaying a video. Hmm. There's a giant data center somewhere else that's running it. Yeah. So,
0: which is pretty nuts, right? Like you, that means like you don't need powerful hardware essentially because everything is being processed from, a server, right, or a streaming data center, like you said.
4: Yeah, so. it, it has the the opportunity to have much better fidelity and graphics and whatnot, but there's a lot more scarier downsides, in my opinion. <laughs> I'm yeah. sure, I'm sure there's there's lots to cover with that.
0: Yeah, no, for sure. What what do you guys think about that? Like, do you think? Uh, I, I know we kind we kind of touched on this with with the Stadia discussion a few episodes ago, but do do you guys think that's also going to be the case? Do you think streaming will be the more mainstream method for playing games?
2: More so, yeah. Uh, I don't know about um, whether that will replace much, but uh, cer- certainly more so. Uh, there's, a, there's something coming out in October called Shadow, um, and that's pretty much exactly what M2 was, was kind of talking about. It's literally a virtual desktop over the cloud that you can obviously download whatever games you want through through to that. But they're they're already boasting um, just a 16 millisecond increase from what a PC would be, which is light years ahead of everything else. So, um, which is not
0: bad. I mean, it's not. It's
2: not bad considering Stadia was upwards of 50. So, yeah, um, certainly better. But uh, you know, obviously, giving you the added advantage of of a full computer, having the entire computer on on the cloud. Yeah. Um, So I think that's that's promising. Similar price points, anywhere from 10 to you know. $25 a month but
0: Mm. uh, you say it's called shadow shadow yeah oh I haven't actually heard of that that's interesting
2: yeah you can um, you can pre-order or or like save save room on their servers or whatever now for like 10 10 bucks Mm. Uh, but that that looks interesting Okay. so I have a question about that if I may Mm -hmm. so what is the sort of minimum
3: required bandwidth that you need because like is it acceptable for DSL in rural areas sort of thing
2: they're they're saying you need at least twenty twenty down, which is Ooh, okay, pretty reasonable for for most gamers. Certainly, yeah, yeah. Um, or you know, you can run it fine over a five G Wi Fi network or whatever. Um, but they're they're I think they're focusing more on the more bandwidth you give it, the faster the connection will be. Interesting.
3: Okay. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, the
4: connection yeah. connection latency will probably play a big part as well. You Yeah, the latency between a fiber connection and a DSL or cable connection, you're get, like it's, it, it's a it's a, a world of difference the the latency itself. But. Mm-hmm.
0: So, if streaming was like maybe by 2030, maybe latency like I don't know, maybe this is impossible at all, but maybe latency will be a thing of the past. How cool would that be? But assuming it is then I guess streaming would automatically be mainstream. Like, there's why would you need to use, like, a console or anything like that?
1: Well, it's the same principle as why you want to own physical games rather than digital games. Like, it's it's, some people, I think, I I think some people will still want to have their own consoles with their own cartridges or their own, uh, like, owning their game versus streaming it for a monthly fee or whatever through... Mm So I think there'll be a bit of a battle of, and yeah, maybe streaming will go mainstream. Who know? In like in ten years, maybe it will. But um, that might, like, if that that'll really be determined on the next generation coming up, and if they place value in like building their own computers and and all that stuff. That's kind of a big thing right now. So sure. uh, yeah, that's that's the only thing I could think that compete with it. But yes, if it's if you can run if you can pay a small monthly fee and run, you know, the equivalent of a ten thousand dollar computer for that with no input lag and it looks perfect on your screen or whatever, then it's going to be hard to
0: beat that. Yeah, for sure. Just from a pure price point. Exactly.
1: I, uh, I don't know if I necessarily agree on the, uh, the mouse and keyboard thing because yes, the mouse and keyboard thing is a big deal right now for us, but we're old. (laughs) And, uh, so we, we are part of that generation of mouse and keyboard gamers. We're by 2030, we're, for the most part going to be in our forties, I think. Right. Mm. So like, there's going to be a whole new generation of gamers coming up. And like, I'm, I'm a big advocate for VR. VR hasn't fully taken off yet, obviously, but they're talking about, um, I'm reading articles here now about haptic vests that are really close. Um, the whole thing in ready player one, those treadmill things, they're working on prototypes for those and trying to get them to a cost point. Sounds ridiculous right now. Mm -hmm. Right. But think about 2010, Right. Like in terms of ten years ago, where we were compared to now, it's not that far fetched to think that you could have a fully immersive, tactile feedback, haptic feedback hmm. model by twenty thirty. And I if think VR, that's probable. VR, actually, v, v, yeah. VR is still very primitive. So, but the, the the thing that and I own I own VR. I have VR sitting right next to me. and I haven't used it in a long time. You do hmm. too, Kalthar. Yeah. And okay. I do uh, I too right yeah, it's just wall. for whatever reason it's amazing when i play it i love it I, it's amazing but sometimes like it's like the whole thing mouse and keyboard sometimes you just want to relax and stay comfortable and not deal with the the vr piece for whatever reason but it is incredible technology so um it'll be interesting to see how that evolves and also if the new generation of gamers that come up are um you know kind of they're that's kind of the mainstream for them or they're used to that and then mouse and keyboard maybe fizzles out who knows
4: I think I think you're giving the new generation of gamers too much credit. I think uh I think what's going to happen is it's not going to be VR or anything fancy. It's going to be one of these.
0: Uh. It's
3: and the children it's, who are wrong.
0: Is that a ph- Is that that's a phone, right?
3: Is that a TV yeah.
0: remote? that's a giant phone. Holy crap. No, is this,
3: this is, an, is
4: a, It's an iPhone S.
3: Is this an that early looks, April that looks Fools joke? <laughs> they're just I getting longer i think i yeah. think Matt's
1: video is stretched horizontally or something yeah that's look no way at, that's i've
4: got a, i've got an iphone the size of my head look at that no. <laughs> <laughs> it's a normal size phone but i i think i think the the new generation of kids they're all just gonna they're not gonna own computers they're not gonna own xboxes they're not gonna own any of that it's all gonna be on their cell phone
0: that, that's and a that's a good point yeah and, and i was gonna bring that up do you like mobile gaming in the last like even like 10 years like when iPhones started to become popular and actually i guess it was probably like oh wait maybe that happened but like do you think mobile gaming is going to be the primary source of gaming for most p- people of all age groups May, again maybe not our age group maybe we're the age group that sticks with our mouse and keyboards but like do you think most people most kids growing up are going to be mobile gaming and ditch xboxes and all that kind of stuff i think it already is yeah
3: oh but like i can't Mm. how how does that ui work how does that work
4: oh i mean you could you play fortnite on one of these
3: yeah but but can you we have. <laughs> I, I have certainly these, you, you these
4: can, Zoomer yeah. kids somehow can. I can't. I've I've tried. I've tried playing. Well, and, like,
1: you can you and put and a and controller on it. Like you can. It's oh, all like that's a all good point and everything. Yeah, that's a good point.
3: Oh, oh, right. I see. Okay.
2: I think. I think. Yes, it it will become the mainstream. I, I honestly think maybe not within the next ten years, mm-hmm. but certainly within the next twenty. Um, I think this is kind of the last. Of the console generations, and I think most companies will start moving once the latency on the on the cloud stuff goes goes to even 10, 10 even fifteen ms. Um, I think things will start to become apps instead of consoles. I think there'll be an Xbox app and a PlayStation app. Um, I think one of the only companies that won't do that will be Nintendo, and I think they'll really try to stick with physical copies. And I mean, obviously, you can you can download their their games, but. They've always been more of a, a company that that feels like your game systems should be you know toys and like like an actual toy you can hold and feel. Yeah,
0: I I yeah. think Nintendo will always have physical things, but they are they are moving into the mobile sphere, right? And
2: they, yeah. they do have apps, and I mean I know Mario is an app, and then
0: they've got Poke Emma Poke Moba yeah. now. It's a Pokemon Moba League of Legends.
2: Oh, that's right. <laughs> yeah,
0: exactly. <laughs> Good lord. Yeah. Um, yeah, for sure. Airbus, I think I cut you off there. Were you going to say something?
1: No, I just think the cell phone thing, like it will take off. The the thing with Nintendo though, like Nintendo Switch is way behind in hardware, technology and all that stuff. We talked about that before. And it's still one of the best... it is their best-selling console, I think, right? Like the Switch is like the mm,
0: I I believe I believe it passed yeah, the, I, Wii? I, I, the
1: Wii. The Wii had I, a lot I think it, I think it just did, right? It, it was it, it was it, 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 it's the fastest selling one for sure. Yeah. But the uh Like there is still a massive market of people uh, that are buying switches that at a young age, and I know lots of like people that I work with, their kids are playing Fortnite on Xbox and different things like that. So I say I I think it's still going to be there. The mobile one is an interesting one, and you almost kind of think like you know when you watch, you know, Black Mirror and you know show forward thinking shows like that, like all of their technology is just in the palm of their hand. So is it a phone that you hit a button? and it, you play it on your screen and that's all you need, right? Is, that, is every game going to go through a phone and phones are just going to be powerful enough to to run anything at max yeah. down the road, right? So I think that would be their, like phone is where they're making the most money for sure. Like that's where they they I'm yeah. sure they all want it to go. That's where everybody's spending their money on microtransactions and all that
0: stuff. I, I think if we think outside the box a little bit, we're, we're thinking still of using fingers on a phone and tapping buttons yeah. and, and stuff. Yeah. If you think of games that are AR, Right. It, like they started with phones, like you could move your phone and use the phone's camera and like shoot down alien ships and stuff or even like a game like Pokemon Go. Right there. It's obviously very primitive in how it works. But if you can play a game in AR, like again, think 10 years from now and you're using your phone and you could use like, I don't know, voice commands or, or gestures or something. I don't, I don't know. But maybe like you don't need to actually have a controller or push buttons on the screen. And right. It could be something like that.
3: I, I 100% agree. I think it's going to be the user interface that changes or the way that we're playing games in general. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, definitely. And I think well, that'd be speak, super cool. Yeah, go ahead.
2: Speaking on that, um, I think one of the more promising things, maybe a little beyond you know, 10 years, but um, uh, Neuralink, I don't know if anyone's heard of Neuralink, it's a, it's a company owned by Tesla that's actually connecting uh, computers to your brain wow and they have demos of this uh, they have a full it's, it's it's already a year old they've been they've released their um, not demo but they they've released their their information last year um, just talking about and showing like these these strands of like nothing like almost air just like floating around that they with tiny tiny computers inserted into your brain and they were talking about just a small drill, a small hole in your head. Oh my God. Computer does all the work, stick it in. Um, and they, they actually said they're, they'll be starting human trials sometime early 2021. Wow. Uh, yeah. Which is nuts, um, but yeah. that's, that's mostly for um, people that have limited or no motor function. So they're saying they can actually make it so that if you think that you're moving your hand, you will actually be moving your hand and moving your legs and I think the, the guy talking about it. Well, Elon Musk was talking about it for a while, but he passed it off to the guy running the, the Neuralink. Um, and he, he did um, move to more towards gaming at one point, saying that you can. This will be led into gaming stuff, and so that you know you, you think it, and it will happen in the game. And I don't, I don't think they're necessarily on the, the visual aspect. So it's not like full non matrix. You plug in, and you're there. But even just looking at a screen and plugging in and thinking about what you do would be That's ridiculous, nuts, man. Ridiculous. Yeah, that is so. so
3: cool. um, has anybody heard of conductive like bone audio? Uh,
2: you mean mm-hmm. like the the things that attach to the back of your, the bone on the back of your ear, and you can hear? Yeah, it? yeah,
3: exactly. So, like, this is a thing that exists, and it's usually used, as I understand it, for like cochlear implants, but you actually can get this implanted. They remove a bone and they put a, a d- device in that conducts directly to the base of your skull. Um, so if you had like a Bluetooth attachment, you could use that for your phone. You could use that for audio uh, in a game if it was just Bluetooth connected. You know? Hmm. Like the idea of uh, optional, optional prosthetics like that.
4: Now I kind of want to know how a game would properly utilize this kind of stuff, like the the Neuralink, because well, he, I saw the the uh, Joe Rogan with Elon Musk uh, talking about Neuralink and how basically like you can take the fastest computer in the world, and no matter what, the slowest thing about that computer is the human being that needs to input data into it. The the amount of bandwidth between a computer and a human is ridiculously slow because you're limited by what you can do with your hands. Yeah. You you can't you can't put data into a computer that fit that fast. Now, if you do have this Neuralink um and a developer has this amazing technology, what do they do with it? I mean you're not gonna sit there and play chess with your Neuralink. Like what kind of games could come out of that, I wonder? <laughs>
0: Yeah and it's hard I to even like imagine yeah. right like yeah like
4: I I can't even imagine like what what the possibilities are yeah.
0: and and the the amount of creativity developers and all of them are going to be able to use like for making this stuff like and, may, and maybe this won't be in 10 years time like and maybe it will I don't know cuz technology is like going ridiculous at a ridiculously fast rate right even like every decade like if you look back every decade like the advances are huge
3: I feel like a big thing is information density in a way, you know? So like if you had the implant I was talking about and it was connected to your phone and your phone was connected to Google Stadia and you had something in your fingers almost that could be tracked as well, you know, like it's a mixture of VR without the heavy hardware. The only, yeah, it's interesting.
1: Yeah. I think, I think VR specifically we'll be we'll laugh at the headsets in 10 years like that we have now oh, undoubtedly. like the big yeah. bulky yeah. headsets like they'll have they'll have something nuts i'm sure by in
0: well 10 years. something I, I read about yeah. something i read about was you can get i don't know if it's something that exists or they're currently developing but it's a type of contact lens you can put in your eye that is essentially it ar technology so it's almost like you get your own hud right and you can like Probably like mm-hmm. have like the weather in the top left, or like all all these different things, right? Or it could show like your BP, like your BPM, or all sorts of different things. And I just think that'd be cool. Like you're just walking down the street, and you always have this digital view on mm-hmm. the go all the time. Or maybe you get a text message, and it's just <laughs> pops up. You don't need to look at your phone. You just see a te- actual text from these contact lenses. I see M2 shaking your head. What's going on?
4: <laughs> I do what? not. I don't want not want a computer interface. Facing with me in any way that I can't immediately <laughs> rip
0: off of my wrist. Uh-huh.
3: <laughs> right. um, well, I mean, so- you could just like
0: pull it out of your eye, I suppose.
3: <laughs> the uh, the TV show Altered Carbon actually sort of mm-hmm. had that in a way, but uh, an issue that happened in it was adware and spam. So you could be in the middle of nature and be surrounded by ads.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Shock <laughs> images. Yeah. That would not be good. Um,
4: something I'm, you can't alt tab. What's the human shortcut for alt I mean, tab? I, I to would, make it go away.
0: <laughs> but I, I, I assume there would be a way to power it off or, or something. But
2: mm-hmm. I was gonna say just close your eyes, but that's just not gonna work. <laughs> that, that is true. You're, you're sleeping and you get an advert
0: but, but that'd be cool too. You go to sleep and then like you see, you could vi- have it visualized like. I don't know. Like every time you open your eyes, no, that's not going to work. You close your yeah. <laughs> well, if you close your eyes, then you have to close your eyes again to not see what you want to see. How do
3: you <laughs> close your eyes again?
0: <laughs> I don't <You> know. Blink?
3: Do <laughs> you mean blink? <laughs> <laughs> you blink um, so imagine if it was augmented reality, and you could go about your day to day business with a sort of filter over anything you wanted. So you could have like fantasy mode or sci fi mode, almost. Right? Mm. That'd be interesting.
0: Yeah. Mm.
4: But what happens if people filter you? And I know there's a Black Mirror episode. On yeah. that. I, I'm yeah. actually, I'm, I, 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 I'm, I kind of like, I'm, I'm sort of, I have this love hate relationship with Black Mirror. I think it's kind of lazy sci-fi to be honest. But uh-huh. uh, I think a lot of the the concepts that they that they present are things that are quite relevant. Mm-hmm. And if you can have this filter, well, what happens if you what happens if you say something that maybe people don't agree with? Yeah, and they disable, to, they decide to just filter you out.
0: You
3: mm-hmm. go to a
4: coffee shop and nobody will serve you because you've been filtered out.
3: Hmm.
0: Interesting mm-hmm. stuff. This is cool. This is very intriguing. Yeah, it's again. I don't know if all this stuff is ten years away or not, but like you never know. It could be.
2: I think what's closer to ten years, um, if they can get the the cloud gaming to work properly, um, is I think in general this is going to be the thing. Is a combination of a lot of stuff. So if they can get that cloud gaming, I, I'm really looking forward to something like VR cloud gaming, being able to utilize a, the wireless headset like the Quest, but also have the power of a computer through the cloud.
4: I'd say that, that would probably be the best use for case for it. So you don't have to spend like you don't have to buy a twenty eighty Ti and stuff to make it work. You just and,
2: and be plugged in by any means. Yeah. full full and, computer. And power that is it. the uh, the biggest barrier of
0: entry, right? Is the price? Like you need like a beast of a machine to run it. Let alone buy the headset separately and stuff. So like it is getting cheaper, you know, all the time. But it's, it's still big price. I know the the Go and the Quest or whatever the the cheapest options. I think they're what th- are they three hundred.
2: Quest is uh, is the same as the as the Rift the five forty nine.
0: Oh, it's yeah. that high? Okay.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Which is not bad for a full system. I mean, it's obviously not got the capability of a full PC, but yeah, it's,
0: it's pretty but it's, good. But it's too. comparable to like you know if you're buying an Xbox or something. But
2: oh yeah, oh certainly.
0: Yeah. No, that's cool. Um. So do you do you guys think VR? Like I know we said mobile gaming might be the main source. Blake, do you think? VR is going to be like huge in 2030 or do you think it's going to kind of fizzle out
3: I think it's going to get big again because mobile games are getting big they have right now like those cardboard boxes you can put your phone into for that pseudo VR experience Mm
0: -hmm. that's true was that Google cardboard or something yeah I've never actually done that but I've heard it's oh it's I, I heard it actually works better than what you'd expect
3: yeah yeah it does
1: I think if VR gets to the price point of the same, like, something really cheap, eventually, like, it becomes, like, just an accessory to every computer, like, a mouse, a keyboard, a good monitor, um, and, like, you can get a cheap VR setup um, eventually. I I think it would be – I think if they had that now, it would be a lot more popular. I think, like you said, the biggest barrier to entry is the price. Like, I haven't shown – i've shown i've demoed vr for quite a few people and i have not seen a a negative reaction to it yeah um yeah they need to figure out the motion sickness thing that affects a lot of people there's a lot of people that get affected by that and and hopefully with the technology as they improve it it'll help people with that but that's like the really the only thing like the actual immersion and like if they get if the i I just i'm I'm trying to think i it's hard to like these are what these creative people do but just thinking of where they can take it and if it's in a better smaller form factor like the Quest is cool cuz you could take it I could take the Quest to the cabin and uh and play VR out in the middle of a field if I wanted to that's like the cool the the appeal of that yeah so if they if they build on that and just make it kind of accessible wherever you want almost like a Switch is um mm-hmm. i can see it going somewhere
2: yeah i think for that the the price like you said would have to decrease a little bit um but even like 300 bucks like you know get a monitor for 300 bucks it's half decent um, they can grow up it to like $300. Um, yeah. They can decrease the weight a little bit or at least distribute the weight a little bit, make it a little bit more you know, form factor, a little smaller. I know there is a company that has actually created like goggles as opposed to like a full visor. Yeah. They've, got, they've got these very small goggles, like, like glasses almost. Um, if they can get that plus the price, um, if they can also get the pixel density of, of the individual screens down just to give it a little bit of extra clarity then i i can't see it not replacing monitors in general and you just sit down and you put on your glasses and you've got full yeah. access to everything hand tracking away you go you're you're done
1: well some people think like it's it's that good that like you can sit in a movie theater right right now they have that big picture mode you can sit right. in a movie theater with your friends and watch a movie the problem is like you said is the currently the the quality of the screen is not the same as like a 4k resolution that you can yeah. get on a on a screen but i mean I can picture it like we're on our we we go to bed you know half the time you go to bed and you're just what do you do and you're scrolling through your phone if you can throw on some form factor easy to use headset and go into a VR world before you go to sleep sounds ridiculous now because no one would take that headset and put it in bed with them right but well <laughs> hey, so, I guess a lot of people do right yeah. but but if you had like a small thing that you could just attach to your brain and uh well, yeah I get that Neuralink going. Yeah, like stick it up—you stick it up your ear like a yurk from Animorphs, and uh, and uh, crawl into your brain, and then neural link you in, and then you just you know, it or or even activate it in your sleep or something crazy like that. Who knows? Yeah. But uh, the other thing too that I wanted to mention too, like I don't know if this is on your list, Keltar, but it's also like where you because you, the topic is gaming in twenty thirty, like. Think about the most popular games right now: battle royale games, yeah, uh, MOBAs, um, souls um, like games, like rogue games have made like a huge kind of comeback almost from like the like from years and years ago. Like that's the current. In 2010, that was not where games were at all. Mm-hmm. Like not even close. So it's like there are games from it,
0: 2010 that are still the genres are still here. Yeah. But, that's not yes, what I'm saying, but there's a lot of new I'm, ones as well. They're
1: here. here, but they're not the most popular. They're not even close. The most popular, the most popular genre on, on Twitch right now, by far is, is MOBAs and, and, uh, and, and uh, battle royale PR. games. Yeah. Wow. yeah. Like they're by far the bit most popular. So it's almost like, are they going to take free to play games, take that free to play model that Fortnite and everything has been so successful on just build on that. Right. Are we going to have paid games in 2030? Are we going to have like games that you go to the mm-hmm. store and buy? Or is it going to be mm-hmm. just... I don't know. Like, is it going to be cloud-based games like
3: is I, I
0: Yeah, I think it's going to be either subscription or free-to-play, to be honest. I think that's going to be the majority, mm-hmm. if I had to guess.
3: You know yeah. what I find myself actually really excited for? Um, like, AI developments <clears throat> and seeing what's going to end up happening with like simulation games. Like, 4X-style simulation games, where it's like an epic strategy situation you know as processors get better maybe ai is going to get better Mm. and then we can see like what's going to happen there
0: Mm. yeah Yeah. i'm glad i'm glad you brought up the ai like imagine like when you're trying to beat a game and the ai is like if they literally have like an impossible mode with an ai that you cannot beat in a certain kind of game right like
3: yeah well so not just competitive though like what if the game is ai based right like I'm not sure if you are familiar with like Stellaris or uh, EU4 from Paradox Interactive. Um, but like you have to rely on your own AI and you have to set conditions for the AI in order to do things properly in a way. Um, it's interesting. Hmm.
2: Hmm. That is interesting. I'm actually more interested in AI created games. Ooh. I think that's, that's going to be more of a big thing is, is being, and I, it currently is a thing. Uh, they, um, They ran, um, I think it was Mario and Kirby through an AI system, and it actually created a completely new game that was closer to Mega Man, Mm -hmm. Um, and it was all AI-created games. Um,
0: Really? With no human input whatsoever?
2: Other than here is Mario, here is Kirby, make a game, and it made a game that was very similar to Mega Man.
0: Really? I'd like to look more into that. Mm
2: Um, but I mean that—that's—that's that's a full game. But, but I mean, just being able to create, like, not have to put so much time and effort into creating a world and whatnot when you can just say, "Here's a hundred games. Build me a world based off of all of these," and then within like an hour, it's created a massive to scale Earth style.
1: Yeah. Thanks. It's basically like a fa- like a, a evolution of what procedural
0: generation. I was, is. I right was right yeah. going to yeah. say the exact same thing. It sounds like procedurally generated, but yeah. you know, yeah, yeah. but like on a crazy level. scale. Minecraft, yeah, Minecraft, yeah.
1: Minecraft yeah. absolutely. It's it's already yeah, here, guys. <laughs>
0: Minecraft is the bet. I know is you the,
2: love it, man. It, dude, full <laughs> eight bit graphics, it's, it's it's the
0: landmark game of our time. I'm telling
2: full you, full open world. No, you know, it's not a sandbox, but you know, whatever. Yeah, it's the most fine.
0: unlinear game I've ever seen. <laughs> yes, exactly. You want to play a game where it looks the
1: same, whether you're legally blind or not? In <laughs> uh, Minecraft.
2: But I mean, just it, 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 in, in talking about Minecraft for a second. Uh, oh I, God, it'll only be a second. It's fine. It's just like. <laughs> Uh, i mean if you if you look at minecraft for just two seconds and look how basic and garbage those graphics are mm-hmm. but then take the ai um ray tracing and, and and just compare it 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 goes from garbage to actually gorgeous and that's that 's entirely right. ai ai lighting
1: ai is is really evolving like and the thing, what was that thing in starcraft called that they put in like the that that really fancy ai system you guys know what i'm talking about in
0: Starcraft. Please,
1: uh, yeah the oh my god propzilla's in the chat he knows what i'm talking about <laughs> the, the, they put they created this really really fancy uh ai system that was destroying like the top players in the world uh like adaptive ai in like uh rts games and stuff
0: oh okay um and that's kind of like I what it. I was getting at, right? Like, saying, like, creating an AI that is so powerful, like, it literally cannot be beaten.
1: And, yeah, so they put it on ladder, and it was in, like, Grand Master Rank, and it was playing, yeah. And they 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 played it at, like, tournaments and stuff like that. It's it's crazy, like, the, the way that they're... And, like, that's a complicated game to have uh, yeah. an AI in and, and actually be competitive against these top players. Mm. So it's... Uh, yeah, AI is an interesting topic for sure to see where that... Takes games because yeah like what geez man if they if if, if what athric is just saying about the mario thing i mean it's gonna put a lot of developers out of work if they can just like or
2: you know, give developers more time to create amazing stories and and concepts and stuff that that AI might not be able to do yet
1: mm-hmm. yeah that's yeah true. i'm sure that i'm sure that's a controversial topic though yeah. because it, it like it, can an ai ever create a world that's as handcrafted as somebody who developed world of warcraft or all those games with very intricate, detailed worlds. Could could an AI do something to that level?
2: Well, I mean, technically we could be in an AI simulation <laughs> right now. Oh, we're going to go here, are
3: we? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's Matrix true. Matrix 4.
0: <laughs> I can't believe Matrix 4 is coming. That's <laughs> I love
3: it. The Wachowski sisters. Bring oh, it. Yeah, no. right
0: yeah. uh, M2, did you want to weigh in on the, the AI discussion? Do you have anything to say about well, that? I don't know that I want to play a game that's made
4: by AI. Like I understand, like procedural generation is something that AI does, but a ge- like a game made from scratch by AI, it's like like being, eating a meal that was made by AI. Like the AI now, has no idea what is what makes a good meal. It knows how to combine things.
3: You say uh, that, but what if I tell you the name of the two games that the AI seemed to create that I just found out?
4: It created them from scratch. No, we, this is seeing, old, this is the one that. Things.
3: Yeah, this is the one that Ath- Athricus was talking about. There was Killer Bounce and Death Wall.
4: I'll have to Google those. Yeah, I'm not
0: familiar <laughs> with those.
3: I mean, I just hear those names and I need to play it. Yeah, killer. Those Bounce
0: names are pretty. Like those names are pretty awesome, to be honest. <laughs> the AI must have generated the name yeah, too. To the Death Wall. wall. <laughs> what was the other one? Something bad. What was it? Killer Bounce. Killer
3: Bounce. Killer Bounce. <laughs> so the idea in Killer Bounce is that your your avatar is constantly bouncing. But every time it lands on a pixel, it destroys that pixel. So you have to keep moving before you run out of space to land on.
0: It's like that Pokemon that has to keep bouncing or else it dies.
3: (laughs) It's hard stuff. That's right. What? (laughs) What
4: Pokemon is that? (laughs) (laughs) It's true. Oh yeah, I've I've just looked up a video of it here. It's basically like upside down Breakout, and you have to keep the ball. That's that's what it is. You're you're hitting a a wall, and you have to you have to keep it from Escaping. And they it made it
0: that from like, Mario and it, it, Kirby?
4: It looks like Breakout for the Atari 2600 as well.
0: <laughs> Sounds like pretty advanced AI to me.
4: <laughs> <laughs> it does look interesting. I'll have to look read more into that. Yeah.
0: Uh, yes, thank you, Albondiel. The Pokemon's name is Spoink. And it's... it's uh, Spoink? Yes. Uh, it's like a pig-looking Pokemon. because your mic is muted, by the way. Uh, it's like a Pig Pokemon that's on like a coiled spring and it just bounces and bounces and oh bounces.
2: God, but if Should, it just—I'll uh, read the the Pokédex entry. Um, uh, I can't find it anymore, uh, <laughs> but it's pretty. Spoink <laughs> um, bounces around on its tail. The shock of its bouncing makes its heart pump. As a <laughs> this Pokemon can't Aww. afford to stop bouncing. If it stops, its heart will stop. Like, this is a kid's game. game. That sounds sounds dark. Oh, I know. That was the Ruby uh, Pokedex entry.
0: There's a lot of twisted Pokedex entries out there. That's a whole other discussion, but, like, man.
4: (laughs) Anything higher than 150 was a mistake. (laughs) I'll I'll take 250.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Mistake?
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, we wouldn't have got Mewtwo Strikes Back, the first movie, man. 151. There there you go. go. Thank you. That's exactly
1: like what is a Mewtwo against like a Cloyster or something. That wouldn't have been as
0: fun. <laughs> Battle of the century. Cloyster's got uh, terrible special defense. That won't help. That's it. Yeah, anyways, um, God. it doesn't matter Dude, Aurora
1: beam slays.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get this back on track. Let's uh, let's switch gears for a second. What do you guys think about the graphics in 2030? So think back to like wow. even like 2000 and then 2010 and then now where there's obviously huge leaps and bounds from where we've come from. Yeah. What do you think twenty thirty might look like? Go ahead, Rekisar.
3: I don't know what I want. Like <laughs> but like do I want photorealism? You know? Like do I want Uncanny Valley? Does that help does that help me enjoy a game more? There are some games that are absolutely beautiful now. You know, especially with lighting developments. Yeah. It's absolutely incredible. Ray tracing and stuff. Yeah. 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 So maybe seeing where that goes, especially, and, you know, just come back to the user interfaces, there are some limitations with what screens can do for us as well, right? Like, I don't know what the alternative is. <laughs> like, maybe contacts would be better, like those AR contacts. Maybe you can actually get a higher fidelity resolution that is more indistinguishable from reality.
0: Maybe. Yeah, because you'd think there'd have to be a limit, right? Like, even, like, yeah. the, the um, if you look at, like, the Forza games and like different car games, especially like those games look real now. Yeah. Like a lot of them. So like how, how I feel like there's only so good you can make that. And maybe, I don't know. I'm probably wrong, but yeah, I I feel like
1: it's, I feel like it's slowed down. Like it's not, if I look at 2010 games to now versus 2000 to 2010, I think, I don't, I don't know. I'm just thinking off the top of my head. I don't think there was that dramatic of a leap. They're obviously better, but like when was crisis released? Crisis was two thousand seven, right? So crisis. Like, in,
4: I was thinking crisis as well.
1: Yeah, like crisis is still in today's world. still a good, good looking game, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. and still has trouble running on some computers, as far as I know. <laughs> but the uh, does it? Yeah, really? so like I'm pretty sure it does. Yeah, <laughs> like the game was like insane at the time. Hmm. But the uh, that's what I mean. Like I don't. I, I haven't seen like a big, and like from what I've read online in the limited knowledge I have on computer technology, like the power of computers is increasing, but it's not, it's, it's creating like more efficiency and stuff like that. Like, I don't know if I, I, I don't know, like obviously 4k gaming at the bare minimum will become mainstream and then maybe 8k gaming or whatever they're going to call it. So like the graphical fidelity and pixel density and all that stuff will go up. But will the actual, like, will there, the, like the leap we saw from SNES to N64 and that kind of stuff, like, will we ever see that again? I don't know. Like, where do they where do they take yeah.
2: it? I think in general, there's going to be severe diminishing returns, and I think we're we're getting to that point where it's just, yes, it's getting better, but it, it it's not going to get so mm. much better. You're like, if you look at the past twenty years, that's yeah. a pretty darn big jump. Big like the, jump. Yeah, that looks yeah. great. But I I think in twenty years from now or ten years from now, it'll be the equivalent of what you know, two or two or three years.
0: <laughs> uh, You're probably right. Yeah,
1: uh, uh, I, feel, I, feel, I feel like they've maximized what I think uh, M2 said that or something like it, the screens are pretty much at like where they can go in, unless uh-huh. they, they bring something out that we're not aware of, obviously, like some new technology that involves screens. Yeah. But I feel I, like the next step is some new technology that maybe we can't even picture right now.
0: I think what's going to happen is it's the games are going to get to a point where they look so good, but instead of making them look better, they're just going to add more so the m- amount of things you see on the screen is going to multiply like if you think of mm. games like cyberpunk that's coming out right like the amount of stuff happening in that game on the streets and like all the people interacting and all this kind of stuff mm. i think that's mm-hmm. what is going to become huge right like you're playing games like this especially these big open world rpg type games just the amount of interactions and details on characters faces and stuff like it's gonna. It, it it might look photorealistic or it might not but the again the amount of things you see i think is going to be the big change yeah do you, you guys think agree it's gonna, with that or or
2: you think it's going to oh, yeah. feel more like real life not necessarily look more like real life
0: i i think so right cuz there's still games now like when you're playing a game you can tell you're playing a game versus when you're watching a movie right but mm-hmm. there's some cinematic or uh, games that have really good cinematics that like oh wow that uh, like uh, it's happened to me a few times when I, I have to do a double take I'm like oh, wait no that's that's not a movie or that's not a a, a real life shot scene that's CGI right? that that's happened to me a couple times mm-hmm. um, it's rare but it does happen I feel like those experiences are going to be like oh it's mm. most things are photorealistic but but yeah I don't know.
1: Yeah, I think I think they'll start doing that. Like, and they're already doing that in games like The Witcher and Cyberpunk will have it too. I think Cyberpunk's marketing has said that every NPC or most NPCs have a full like day night cycle in terms of what they do, like in terms of yeah. like, where they go. Like, they have like you know tasks and goals and different things that they do, and it's different every day and stuff like that. So, yeah, I can see it becoming like, basically adding to the immersion mm-hmm. to, of uh, of the game and making yeah. it less scripted. Yeah. So,
0: no, exactly. That's, that's for sure. Baba Shenga made a good point too the, uh, in the PS5 reveal. They, uh, they showed the new Ratchet & Clank game. And yeah, they're showing yeah. way more particles and NPC density. Again, it's just more stuff happening at once. Not necessarily looking mm-hmm. amazing, but it's just so much on the go.
3: And you can see that too with uh, the size of games nowadays. Honestly, as well. like Games great. are huge. Yeah. The amount of actual data... It's War, gone up
1: so much. War, Warzone is like, what, 250 gigs at this <laughs> point <Warzone> now? Like, a <laughs> <It means.
4: has, laughs> big no business being that big.
1: <laughs> no, that, that's 100% true, yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. But uh, um,
1: Propzilla Prop said a good thing too. That uh, That's something I didn't think about. That's a big difference is a lot of the games we played when we, like GTA and stuff like that, when we were, you know, over the last few years, like the pop-in, like mm-hmm. that, I hate pop-in now. Like yeah. it drives me nuts. I was playing a game called Dragon's Dogma, I think is what it's called. Uh and like I couldn't I couldn't get into it because the poppin it's a good game, but the pop-in was driving me nuts compared to something hmm. like Breath of the Wild, where that's like not there. Um so like draw distance is definitely something that has gotten way, way yeah, better. That's
0: a good point for sure.
1: And and uh and is way adds to the immersion that they're they're doing a lot better with.
2: And there'd could, be a, could there'd be a limit to that as well. Like you, you don't have to it's not it doesn't have to be infinite, like eventually it'll depending on the game but uh, i mean you get to the curvature of the earth and there will be some sort of end to it so yeah we don't have to go too much well obviously we've got a ways to go but there will be an end to that
1: yeah it's it's interesting in the technology i forget what it was called but i saw a video on youtube it's like a top-down view of what they do in like fallout and all those types of games where they only render what you see like, what mm-hmm. your field of view is, and everything right. else is, like, not rendered at all, yeah. and then as you turn and move around, it renders, that's how they, that's how they solved, I think, my understanding is that's how they solve some of the pop-in issues, is by reducing the strain by only sh- rendering what you see.
2: Yeah. There's a lot of talk in, in uh, about that for VR as well, and yeah. being able to severely decrease the strain on on the system. Ah. You know, when you turn around, things just disappear, and they don't have to be there anymore. Yeah, that makes sense. Right. So so yeah, if they can figure that out, they can they can utilize more power, which would just exponentially increase everything. Yeah, that's that's awesome.
0: Yeah, M two, did you have anything to say about any any of this about graphics particularly?
4: Yeah, well, I think I think it's interesting that uh, that uh, compare it to like you can you can always tell that you're playing a game and you're not watching a movie, for example. Like you can quite clearly see a movie will always be like as realistic as possible but a game almost never reached that, that status and mm-hmm. I think partially it's, it's that uh, a computer can't really create something that looks like real light like even, even a static image it's quite, it's quite difficult it takes mm-hmm. a lot of rendering time to actually render out something that that, you, that would fool you into thinking that it's a photograph
0: yeah. so but I in think, 2030 you know, and, will this problem be solved?
4: well say in 2030 like everybody's playing i don't know like 8k resolution as standard or something like that i mean we we have 8k resolution now if you were to you're just like watch a video in 8k versus 4k can you tell the difference you've hit that point of diminishing return i think by the time it it reaches that kind of fidelity if you're especially if you're on a screen that's like a normal screen like you're sitting in front of now
0: yeah yeah it's true I think that's what it is. It's the graphics will reach a point where it's just there will be diminishing returns and it, maybe it moves from instead of just using monitors then we switch to maybe just making VR more clear, more crisp having 8k lenses in that or something. And and well,
2: yeah. You know, you'd also have to add um at some point once all this dies down, you know, your eye can only see so much so quickly, you know, you FPS, I mean, sure you can do 240 or 260 or whatever, but severe diminishing returns eventually you're gonna have to add another element you you've you've got your visual you've got your audio give me some sort of feel with like haptic feedback yes yeah yeah. smell like there's stuff you can add there
0: that's a good point i I completely forgot about that yeah yeah Mm -hmm. yeah start bringing in the other senses right that'd be insane I don't want to, uh, I
4: don't want my other senses brought into a video <laughs> game. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, we've
2: in, got headphones. We'll have headphones in our ears and eventually we'll have headphones in our nose for smell. <laughs> Mellow vision. Yes. Mellow vision, yeah.
0: <laughs> but it's true. Imagine playing like a deep open world RPG, like even like, I don't know, like Red Dead Redemption or something, and then you're just walking walking around a town and you go into a bar and all of a sudden you smell like cigarette smoke and all that kind of stuff. Like, like how immersive would that be? Right. Of course it would probably be terribly uh, damaging re- to you depending on what they use. <laughs> <Second-hand Yeah. smoke. laughs>
4: uh, yeah. re- real immersive. You can smell the, the big fat guy in the bar standing beside you that hasn't showered in a
0: week. <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> B-O. Yeah. So on mm-hmm. that, on that topic, there is yep. um, a company called uh, uh, epidermal VR and I don't know if anyone's heard of that, but um, they're making and have already started to produce um, uh, almost like a skin-like haptic suit um, that doesn't require any straps, doesn't require any tape to attach to you. It kind of just molds around any body part you want it to, and it's a full haptic feedback suit um, that kind of just, again, molds around you. You don't have to, like, strap it and stick it. Um, Their next um, rendition of that is to add heating and cooling. Um, and, hmm. and some of the stuff they were talking about was, you know, you, you step out of the house in the VR game and you can feel the heat from the sun on the back of your neck uh, or the cool raindrops on your arms when it's raining. Um, that would be that's, super that'd, cool. Yeah. I think that would be disgusting. I think it would be you so s- good. You sound pretty excited about the Africa. <laughs> I'm pretty excited about that, yeah. And what's the what's the name of the company or the product uh, The product is Epidermal VR. Okay.
1: Hmm. Not to be mistaken with epidural VR. (laughs) Oh, God.
3: I can see your epidermis. (laughs) Baby
0: baby (laughs) delivery VR. (laughs) Oh, wow.
3: Oh, that's coming now. With (laughs)
0: haptic feedback.
3: (laughs) Somebody's going to pay for it.
0: How
1: long can you sustain the pain before you have to get the
0: epidural? That's the game. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like we, with meter like boards like, and everything? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <I> mean, Absolutely.
2: <laughs> oh, man. The suit is just a bunch of needles that keep going in and out of you. <laughs> How long can you do this? <laughs>
0: Yeah. It's basically just a torture simulator at that point. Yeah, <laughs> man. Um, what else can we discuss? Um, I was thinking like we we talked a lot about like subscription services are becoming more and more popular. Do you do you think it's more of like a, a fad? Do you think like they're eventually gonna die away, or do you think that's gonna be kind of the main approach that people are taking to gaming? Like subscribing and
1: I, I think I think the subscription model is taking over every facet of entertainment. Mm-hmm. Uh lots of cord cutters now. I I just cut the cord myself. Uh I canceled my TV a couple weeks ago.
0: Are we still talking like, about I'm epidural using- VR?
1: <laughs> yeah exactly i will be cutting the cord in like three or four weeks here <laughs> yeah. but the uh, uh, oh, where was I going with this Oh, Netflix, Amazon Prime uh, Disney Plus um, TV really is switching to streaming uh, sports is switching to streaming and monthly stuff like that um, like I, I can't see gaming staying I, I, I would probably go out and say that in 2030 I'd say it now Record me now, and I'll check this when I'm forty-three. Uh, oh God! I'll, yeah. <laughs> uh, I'll, I, I really do think that you will not the game buying a game will be not a thing. I don't think it'll be a thing. Won't be a thing.
3: I agree as well. Like okay. full battle, passes, battle I think, passes. I think all the it's time
1: it's going to be through. I think it's going to be some monthly thing where you have access to the entire Xbox library or the entire Steam or whatever it is. Then some kind of PC model. Where you can just pay different mo- different monthly fees. I'd say there'll be tiers. Um, they wake, make they make way more money from that stuff. Way more.
2: I, I agree with that, but I, I don't think I don't even think it'll be twenty years before that's gone. I, I honestly don't think that'll be gone at all. Um, I think single it'll be to to single player games. Um, if it's a full single player game, you'll pay your money and then that'll be it. Any sort of multiplayer, or certainly competitive stuff will have that that model for sure. Um, but I think single players will be around in 2030.
1: That's I don't. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if I agree with that because I, 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 I view it as I, I view it the same. I look at what the movies are doing. Like to buy, like, oh, I guess you can. Right now, you can buy a single movie uh, and pay a, a, a pay money for it. But not very many people do that. So I don't know. I feel I don't like know. the
0: option it's, will always be there if you want to buy something, but maybe not. I don't know. But yeah. Yes. I mean,
1: They'll always, have, they'll always have it there because, it, like, they'll if they want to. But I, I think like a lot of these companies are going to try to lock it through a subscription service because they want your, they want they, they're going to want you to subscribe to to uh, to lock yeah. into their stuff. So, I, I, I don't know. I, I, think, I think subscriptions are kind of the way everything is going. People are getting subscriptions for food, for God's sake. They're getting like, like you buy <laughs> like the Hello Fresh and all that stuff that people do, where they get food delivered to their house and stuff. You basically you can buy subscriptions for everything. it's it's taken over everywhere
4: i think in by 2030 if a company releases a game that doesn't have a free-to-play option they're dead
1: i was just i i agree completely with you m2 i think uh i think free-to-play uh like what fortnite and them have done is i I, premium games might be yeah might be a thing of the past Mm, by 2030 that's
0: interesting yeah i i I agree do would you say that for single player games too or just just multiplayer games
1: uh, I I I think we can't picture the model right now but I don't know I don't know. Yeah, it's hard to say with single
4: player games cuz some there there are some single player games that are almost like a cinematic experience. It is almost like a movie like uh, mm. what's the latest uh the last of us 2 or whatever. Yeah. yeah. It's basically like a like kind of a cinematic experience. Um but uh, yeah, like uh I mean yeah, it, it, is, it is tough to picture the, the kind of model that, like the distribution model that would be around then too that would actually support a, a single-player game.
0: Yeah.
3: You know, one thing that I'm really interested in too is going to be the social aspect of things. Um, mm-hmm. Seeing how, like, let's say Steam, just as an example, versus Epic, the Epic Game Store as it's developing with all of its freebies right now, if it continues to be a thing 10 years from now. Um, more and more I find this really interesting games like uh, Rainbow Six and Dota in order to play full rank, you actually have to associate a phone number if you start to do that and then you get banned from the service with all that progression you've put into it that's pretty brutal I mean that's the way it is now right? but is it going to become more comprehensive in a way like if all of these games are through these big game companies mm-hmm
0: yeah, no, I don't. That's yeah, that's hard to say.
1: It's almost like is is gaming going to be or like is online going to become? Because that's what you see in kind of the movies that depict the future and stuff is like you just have an avatar and that and you do everything with that avatar. Like it's almost mm-hmm. like your social insurance number and everything's attached to it, and you're just like you you go into these. It's almost like second. What's that game called? Second Life, where you go in. Yeah. And just like so, you know, would that be a thing where you just have is like, that game's everything still is digital? A thing? I don't know. It's, it was, I think a, it, it is. It with that game had an, its entire own infrastructure. It was amazing when you read about it, how it all, uh, how it all works. But like just being able to go into a virtual world, shop, try things on in VR, clothing shop and stuff, order your stuff, order your food, do all everything in VR, it's play so weird games. Those. Like eventually,
4: not say that out loud. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but like like COVID nineteen stuff that's going on right now, and the pandemic and everything, like where people are just becoming more and more. You know, forced to stay inside. You know, will will things evolve that way too? Where we're just not. You know, it it becomes literally fallout. We have we can't do anything. (laughs) We're we're stuck apocalypse. Everything.
0: (laughs) I think that'll be a thing though. Like with online shopping for sure, you can put on your VR headset and then like Amazon will be like an app that you can literally like walk around. I don't know, like virtual stores and like actually, like you said, try on different things or or look at different products or look at different things for your house I, I don't know anything like that it'll be i know it's not yeah. really gaming but yeah for sure
4: it's almost where like the augmented reality comes in too. like if mm. you're looking to buy something on amazon you want to buy a a new coffee machine or something the augmented reality can show you that coffee machine on your counter and you can turn it around and see how big it is oh is it going to fit under my my cabinet there is it gonna oh that'd be nuts uh, i know that's it's not really gaming but it's it's sort of in the same realm of what, yeah. could, what could happen
0: no, definitely. Or even if you are walking around a physical store like at Best Buy or something and you have that contact in in every TV you look at automatically like the price just bings up or bings in front of you and you just know exactly what it costs or like if you want to just look at different specs you can I don't know tap your head three times to get more details or something I don't know. <laughs> but yeah. No, for sure. Uh Is is there anything we haven't covered yet with this topic? I feel like we've we've gone through a lot. Mm-hmm. Is there anything that you guys want to throw in before we uh, move on, or is there anything you're you're hoping for that, or that you want to see by 2030? Or
3: I want to get ready to serve my robot overlords. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um,
0: I, I have a qu- question: Do you think World of Warcraft will still be around in
3: 2030? Uh, <laughs> I want World of Warcraft too. I wanted World of Warcraft two five years ago. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I think we all do. It's just it's indicative of where things have gone. Like for them to spend the resources and the time to build a world to that size and scale is, uh, I just think it's. I don't think it's going to happen.
2: But. Not that I want to get into this, but I mean, I don't. I don't know if there's really a need for for Warcraft two. They'll just come up with an expansion that, and I assume it's the one after Shadowlands where. Everything is upgraded and updated, and I mean, there's currently talks of once you get back from Shadowlands, there's a massive time skip, the entire world's been updated, everything looks different and and better, you know, whatever, so Mm -hmm. I don't know if there's any need to make a World of Warcraft 2. I just want an engine update, you know, like... I'm pretty good with the engine, I, I don't know if I have any problems with it. Oh man, it's way behind,
1: man. Like the, the engine is okay, I guess, but the graphics are still. The, the
2: graphics are. I think I said, still say they're getting better, especially if you look at the uh, what they're doing with the character customization and stuff. I, mm-hmm. I think they're they're making it better over time. They yeah, I still
0: feel behind. like compared to other games, though, it's not. It's acceptable yeah. for it's WoW, it, it, but for comparison, it's a
2: style. It's I would, a
3: style. Call it a style. You know, they're doing everything they can with what they have right now. It's pretty impressive considering what they started with. If you look. However, many years ago it started compared to now, it's looking pretty good, absolutely. But
2: yeah, I'm willing to bet that World of Warcraft will still be around in say some, some form.
0: Mm-hmm. I, I'm I mean, gonna terrible. say, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say it's not. <laughs> I, I, I would say Blizzard is probably gonna come out with a some kind of new MMO or, or some kind of new big experience think gonna, to, I don't, to replace I don't, it.
1: I don't think they're going to make another one. Like, how do you make a world of that? Like when you can make I, maybe another MMO will get created by another company, maybe. But like when you can make a battle royale game, like think about the gener. like, again, think about the generation of gamers coming up. They don't care about us. They care about the new people coming in yeah. and the new people like they, they, someone sat down and said, let's throw 100 people into a, the same map over and over and over again and have a circle that shrinks. And it's last mm-hmm. man standing, and that became a multi-billion-dollar thing, basically on its own. Like the game, the games are much more si- like the popular and mobas and stuff like that. Like those are the things that are are making money. Like MMOs are, but not nearly nearly as much. Like for a for a time, like I remember we when we were playing WoW, we were trying a new MMO every couple months. Yeah, new stuff. Yeah. Out, right. There was That's a big surge yeah. for it. And now I miss it's City like. Of villains. Man, City Heroes, right? Aeon, yeah. I think came out, yeah. and like there was all that those was different true. ones. But we
0: always came back to WoW. Yeah,
1: the Matrix Online, the Matrix Online, yes. Star Wars Galaxies, I think it was. Yeah. yeah, like there was a lot.
2: I think it really depends on what you mean by "Will WoW still be around?" I mean, classic WoW is a thing, and if it mm-hmm. continues, then classic Mists of Pandaria will be out by 2030. Oh, so
0: yeah. no, oh that, yes, out. no, I'm sure it'll be around. But are they going to be? I guess keep really, Are they going to be releasing new expansions by then? Yeah, yeah. Wild Star. Yeah, Propzilla said that was another Wild game that was fun too. Wild
1: Star. Yeah, that game was yeah, sick. Game I was love awesome. that game. APB.
2: I, I played a lot of APB. APB. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I did too. I nah, did too. That was good.
0: Yeah, Lord of the Rings Online. Bobushinga said. Yeah, that, that, that game's still going strong. I think. Yeah, yeah for Is sure. It? Oh wow! I think
1: it's, so. It's going. I would. I don't. I don't think it's strong, but it's
0: going. Yeah. Oh, okay. It's still I thought it was doing well, but maybe not.
1: Yeah, they had like a they had like a Bilbo funeral or something
0: mm. a while ago.
2: Oh, that. right. That's right. Yeah. Rip. Right.
0: See, I
4: hope. I hope by, by twenty thirty, Blizzard has something new up their sleeve. And here's what I'm hoping for. Okay, get get this. World of Starcraft. <laughs> oh,
3: oh man, yeah. that would be yeah. sick <laughs> Yeah. Can you okay. play as the zerg?
4: You can play as anything.
0: I have to bring. I have. I have to bring this up because, and I, Erebus, I know what you. I know you Where you know where I'm going with this. There was a time when I remember I came home from school or something, and and Erebus, uh, he he said, "Hey, hey, guess what? Blizzard is releasing World of Starcraft." And I was like, "Wait, what?" And this was like 2008, maybe it was, maybe it was even earlier than that. I was like, "No way, no way!" And uh, so I looked it up, and I was like. You realize this is an April Fool's joke, right? <laughs> and you were like, What? What? Do you remember this?
3: <laughs> what day is this? Yeah, and know, it was.
0: Heard. Oh, you did. You were like so hype telling me all the things, like all the plans oh, that they man. had for it. And then I looked it up. I'm the, like, th- Yeah, this is.
1: <laughs> oh, man. The two biggest ones were that, that one and the year that mom said there was a moose in the backyard and there wasn't.
0: <laughs> She's like, Are you blind? It's right there.
1: Like, I'm like mom, there's, there's not a no moose. moose. We have a really small backyard, there's nothing else here, there's no trees or anything, it's just a blank field.
3: <laughs> How do you not see see like you having an episode? <laughs> I'm of like,
1: losing yeah. Your mind? <laughs> yeah.
3: It's what made me the way
1: I am today. I was in grade three or something. I don't even remember like it was, come on. Yeah. There's a moose there, oh, mark, it's man. right in front of you. Come on, you're why can't you see it? It's traumatizing.
0: <laughs> yeah.
3: There are three <laughs> lights.
0: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> man. Yeah. Albania oh, said, "World of Minecraft." Oh God!
3: Oh man, World of <laughs> Minecraft. You guys remember the hype when we, when StarCraft Ghost, some assets were leaked. Oh yeah, that yeah, was Starcraft interesting. Ghost, yeah, yeah. There was like, oh man, a 3D up close siege yeah. tank. Whoa! Oh, yeah,
1: World yeah. of Minecraft would be like, do you want to roll a square or a circle? <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know they were actually do released you want to go footage down or, or- up. Yeah, Do you know they actually released the dev kit for, for uh, or or the playable demo of the, on a dev kit of StarCraft Ghost. Did you ever see that?
1: I, I heard. Yeah. About oh wow! That. I didn't see. Yeah, that.
0: it was it was pretty cool. I gotta say, like it was it looked better than I expected. But yeah.
4: Yeah, I so, wish it got released. I remember seeing I remember seeing uh, StarCraft Ghost for the first time in uh, Xbox Gamer Magazine. There's all these screenshots of stuff. Yeah. I'm like, holy crap! This yeah. is gonna be amazing. I know. And then never we finally uh, got like... to
3: play her in Heroes of the Storm. Yeah. Uh, wow. <laughs> no, for sure.
0: But yeah, World of StarCraft That's would be oh, sign of. me up. That would be deadly.
4: I'd be, yeah. I'd be into that. I, I'm not normally into MMOs, but World of Star I love I love like StarCraft lore and the story and all that. And, yeah.
1: I'm I'm the same way. I I would drop all I if I could transfer my WoW characters into a World of StarCraft <laughs> or something or they did some kind of bridge, I would give up WoW. Like I, I, I much prefer the the universe and, and that genre uh, and yeah. more. Like you said, to, to wow,
3: definitely. Huh. So I, I have a question. Yeah. Uh, for those who know what this is, who thinks that by twenty thirty Star Citizen will be done? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Not yet. I think they'll. I think they'll be at two billion dollars on their Kickstarter and be in the exact same place. Honestly. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. How long
0: has that game been in development? You know, I don't you want know, to
1: think about it. You know it sucks anything. man. You know what sucks? What they have done looks so fucking cool. Like it looks yeah, it looks I want uh, it. It man, it like their UI, it's sleek, it like the way you board the ships, the shooting, it all looks amazing, but similar to Minecraft, it's not a game. Okay, relax now.
3: <laughs> I agree. Not a game. I 100% agree it's, with you. It's Aramis. not a
1: game. It's 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 a uh, it's it's an I, open I, world, steaming
3: pile of crap. I installed it. It's, I tried it. Like I I gotta agree for, right now. I want it to be good, but I don't think it's there yet. Yeah, it's uh,
1: yeah, it's 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 amazing. It, like it looks so cool, and the premise is cool. It's just um,
0: do they have VR but, for that yet?
1: Uh, I think. N- I think there's some functionality for VR, maybe, maybe, or yeah. they have said there is going to be, like they, like they've said for everything else, but it's yeah. going to eventually be there. Um, Elite Dangerous, though, has announced that you'll be able to get out of the ships in the new expansion, Damn. so that's, that's exciting. So they're going to do it before Star Citizen even gets a, gets finished their <laughs> core game. So yeah.
3: I think that games like that, um, and games like EVE Online with the persistent universe, are where it's at. Yeah. Maybe that's just a taste thing. Maybe that's not a 2030 thing necessarily. But yeah, that's interesting. Yeah.
0: No, for sure. All right, let's, uh, let's wrap this up uh, really quickly. Erebus, final thoughts on this whole topic. Is there anything, like, what, anything you were hopeful for or anything you think is a guarantee?
1: I think a guarantee for me is that you will not, I, I won't say you won't be able to buy games, but I think that will be a very small thing. I think it'll be like the last blockbuster that's like available in Milwaukee or something, like that'll be it'll be like the only like there's one blockbuster left, right? I think I read that somewhere. It'll be like that. It'll be like a really rare thing to buy a game. Sure. Um, What I'm hopeful for is um, I'm hoping I love VR. I love the concept of it. I love I love the technology, and I'm really hoping VR takes off and becomes more of like a Ready Player One type type thing.
0: Yeah, I agree. 100%. 100%. I, I I do think VR is going to be big in 2030. I don't think it's going anywhere and I'm hoping that it's a much more seamless accessible experience for, for most people for sure.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Athricus, final thoughts? Um, I'm, I'm along the same lines as Erebus. I, I would love to see just even just one more step up on VR. Just a better uh, pixel density on the screens would be enough for me. Um, and then and then good hand tracking. Um, I know Quest has hand tracking, but uh, it's pretty trash right now. Um, but if they can just get that, make it a little sleeker, I think that's that's certainly the future. Um, and then I think it's it's there's just going to be a lot of combinations like cloud and VR and um, Neuralink's going to step up their game. I think in 10 years, it'll be not a mainstream thing. Essentially, I think everything that we're looking at right now that is like this is coming, this is coming, you know, here's a demo is going to be obviously super mainstream, like, like ray tracing and everything. And will kind of be similar to where we are now, but everything will be just slightly better.
0: Okay. So you think the overall, the game experience will be the same, just
2: more enhanced. Except for stuff like VR. Um, Except for VR. Except for VR is, is got a lot more room to move. Yeah, um, than than like two D gaming, if you will. Yeah,
0: going going to the hand tracking you mentioned too. I was just thinking, how cool would it be to wear just wear a glove and that glove tracks your hand completely?
2: Yeah, that or not cool. even a glove. Just give me just give the cam- the outward facing cameras that are tracking your hands. Yeah, yeah that too. That'd be. Oh, sorry. And then there's the the gloves. I really want those gloves that actually um, stop your fingers from moving when you're gripping things. Mm, Haptic, really? Yeah, all, oh. Full hand, yeah, because yeah. it's all attached to your wrist. So when you grab something in VR, it actually prevents you from from moving your hand. Um, uh, yes.
3: Do you remember that, that hand thing I had? Do you remember that? I got, like, the glove.
0: What year are we talking here?
3: Oh, man. Like, 90s? 2006? Okay. No, no, no. Like, 2006. 2006, 2007. Maybe. Maybe you didn't have a chance to see it. It was so bad. It was so bad, I spent so much money on that I didn't even have a job I don't know how I got that money <laughs> <laughs> what
0: what is it exactly it uh,
3: was it had like an infrared sensor at the front and you would put it on, and there was sensors on all of the fingers at the tips, so you could like point right um and it could tell if you were bending so you could like click so you were still using a mouse, but you're just holding your arm at an uncomfortable angle and it had bad <laughs> tracking. <laughs>
0: yeah so in theory it's cool but practicality it's you know
3: it's awful not, i love yeah. your idea though i want that to work so bad after kiss
0: yeah it'd be cool <laughs> you'll have to send me a picture of that after after in the in a will, post I show will. for sure um final thoughts for you uh recuzor
3: um i think everything we said is going to come true i think that we're geniuses everything that's why people are watching us this is going to go down in history we're going to be looking at this 100 years from now and they're going to be like oh my god they said everything right now, I'd like to give myself a message in 2030. You're welcome. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm excited. Can't wait to see what the future brings. Yeah,
0: absolutely. And M2, how about you?
4: I just hope things don't get worse. <laughs> things do get I hope, worse. I hope, I hope gaming gets better and they don't, they don't start focusing on cell phone games and awful things things
0: i just back in my day we didn't use cell phones to game we used pcs i I just
4: i just want a good gaming experience i want good multiplayer i want fun and engaging things absolutely i I don't i don't want to look at a tiny little screen i don't want to i don't care for all the like i like vr but i don't care for all the bulkiness i want vr to look like this yeah put it on your face just like that but
0: yeah and M2 is for I audio listeners. M2 is just holding his glasses there. But, <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, that, like how cool would that be for sure? And, yeah, and, that, and that's kind of the approach I think too. I think VR is going to be huge. And something that we didn't actually touch on and we'll just talk about for a second. I, I'm, I'm a teacher myself, right? So I think the educational aspects of VR are going to eventually go into the classroom. Right? So rather than open a history book and read about Egyptian pyramids, for example, instead put on your VR headset and look at an Egyptian pyramid. Right? Like I, I think that's, the, that's where education is going to go, and it's going to be super cool. Maybe not in 10 years, but I think that's, that's where things are going to go for sure from an educational perspective.
1: I think brick and mortar in general is going to be much less in 2030. So like, less people going to school. Less people going to the mall, less people going to different things because they'll be able to do it at home through VR.
0: Yeah. I think COVID nineteen was preparing us for all that. <laughs> Just staying home all day every day. But that could be the norm. Maybe in twenty thirty. Who knows? Yeah. What was it all Bondiel said? COVID thirty. Could happen.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> if I could send a message to myself in the future, it would be to stop Minecraft
0: from becoming a thing. <laughs>
3: Isn't it already a thing, though? Wouldn't that be a thing of...
0: Yeah, that'd be the past, genius. (laughs) (laughs) You already are in the future. Moving on. (laughs) 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 Yes, you go in the future to tell your past past self.
3: You guys go to watch Primer.
0: (laughs) What is that show again?
3: Is it it's a, a time movie? travel time oh, me. yes, okay it's very right confusing
0: on. right on all right, um I think uh, we gotta wrap this up, so we're gonna do a quick trivia and uh yeah, so we'll move on to the trivia. We have Aracis Erebus and m two all have one point, and we this is our fifth or sixth uh trivia question, so <laughs> the track record is not great and Rekizor, you have a whopping. Zero
4: points.
0: (laughs) So this might be the first one. So this question actually has to do with mobile games, because I knew we'd be talking a fair bit about mobile games today. And some of you might know this on top of your head and maybe not. But so the number one grossing game of all time is Monster Strike. I've never even heard of this game, but that's what it is. That's the number one game.
3: Oh, that's a fact. That's not that, the question.
0: That, that is the fact. And that's it. <laughs> okay. Alright, thanks for being here, guys. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> and so that's the number one game. Number two is Puzzles and Dragons at seven and they've made seven point seven billion. Honor of Kings slash Arena Valor is number three at seven point five billion. Which game comes in at number four? Is it Clash of Clans? Is it Fortnite? Is it Candy Crush or is it Pokemon Go? So again, so, I listed those first three games. Which game is number four grossing? The, the number four grossing mobile game of all time.
3: Can I think out loud?
0: No. Uh, this is no. So again, just the format here. <laughs> if you know the answer for sure, one hundred percent, I'll go to you last. If you have absolutely no idea, I'll probably go to you first. But but yeah when i get to you you can certainly think out loud for sure okay Um, i'll say it again so i listed those three games which game comes in at number four and again i trust you're not looking at twitch chat in case anyone actually googles this and just focus on the uh, our conversation here those three games were the top three which which one is number four is it clash of clans fortnite candy crush or pokemon go
4: now for Fortnite, are they just counting the revenue for or the user base for Stric- mobile or
0: uh I, I believe strictly from mobile yes okay yeah so all these games are on the top i guess 100 list i so they are obviously high grossing games obviously but which one is number four what so were the three games four games oh sorry <laughs> the top three was monster strike is at number one puzzles and dragons was at number two in honor of kings slash arena valor i guess they're the same game or updated one and uh, it was 8.1 billion 7.7 billion 7.5 billion so does anyone know for sure or think they have a pretty good idea
4: i think i have an idea
0: okay and i'll say this next game was at 6.4 billion okay so m2 you think you have an idea Yep. Alright Erebus, um, Afticus, Rekizor, do you have any idea? <sighs>
3: no I can make de- deductions that are probably wrong <laughs>
0: <laughs> No, that's alright um, And people in Twitch chat, you can guess away Don't worry, I trust people on the panel are not actually uh, looking anyway, so we're good uh, Rekizor, we can start with you, why not? What do you think?
3: Give me a chance to get a point, if that was going on here Is this a pity? This is is what
0: it's all about. I want you to be able to, I want you to keep coming back.
3: (laughs) Um, No, it's solid. Thank you. I want to keep coming back. Awesome. The only thing that makes sense to me is Candy Crush based on how long it's been out. I don't at all believe Fortnite could ever qualify for that in such a short period of time. If it can, good for them. (laughs) Can't even be mad. I'm going to say Candy Crush.
0: Candy Crush. All right. Um, Erebus, let's go to you next.
1: I oh, yeah, this this one I'm like probably not that I got anything else right, but this one I'm really <laughs> not confident <copying> at all. <laughs> what were that? So it was Clash of Clans, Candy Crush, Fortnite, and what was the fourth one?
0: Pokémon Go. I almost wonder
1: has been out long enough. I know that I'm just trying to guess.
0: So remember and I did say the number oh, was si- was 6.7 billion
1: yeah
3: I'm, I'm gonna go, go sorry 6.4 6. billion but yeah See, that's a, that's a ridiculous number it's not 6.7 though yeah <laughs> i'll uh i'll go I'll, i know it's wrong
0: i'm gonna i'll go clash of clans So locked in the clash of clans so so far we have candy crush from Rekizor, clash of clans from erebus africus we'll go to you next Like staring at intense thought. I
2: don't think it could be. Pokemon, there's not a whole lot to buy. It, this is money we're talking about, right? This is like...
0: Pure top grossing stuff. mobile game.
2: But what about... <laughs> <laughs> no, don't even say it. I'll, I'll, I'll say my thing first. <laughs> You'll sway my thing. I'll, I guess I'll say Clash of Clans as well.
0: Final answer. Lock it.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh...
0: Africus <laughs> takes these points extremely seriously.
2: I'll, 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 get, I'll do Candy Crush. I'll do Candy Crush.
0: So you're locked into oh, Candy Crush.
2: I'll do Candy Crush. It's fine. Yeah.
0: Okay. So, so we have two votes for Candy Crush, one for Clash of Clans, and M2. What do you think?
4: I think it's a trick question, because the answer is obviously weight Shadow Legends. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Man, the amount of ads I see for that yeah. game. Yeah. they definitely spent $6.7 $6. billion in ads for that yeah. game.
0: I think it's
4: uh, Candy Crush.
0: Locked in the Candy Crush. So we have two, vo- two votes for Candy Crush and three. three votes for Candy Crush, one for Clash of Clans. Okay. So, to no one's surprise, Fortnite is the lowest on this list. Fortnite oh. has earned $1 billion that's ridiculous. So yeah. That is so a 6. lot. 7. The next lowest one, as you guys probably guessed, would be what? For, uh, Pokemon Go. Pokemon Go. Yeah. Four point seven billion, though. What? Four point seven billion. How? That came out summer of twenty sixteen.
3: <laughs> oh man! What? Did they have like partnerships with retail outlets to direct pedestrian traffic? Is that how they make money? <laughs>
0: But you could buy yeah. like a bunch of like Pokeballs and all that. It's why of just because it right?
3: tracks where everybody is. Like they sell it
0: to like CIA, CIA or something.
4: I've never yeah. even played Pokemon Go, so I don't know how they make their money. Yeah.
0: And man, in yeah. So the answer is again. This one is at six point four billion. Clash of Clans is the answer. Clash of Clans. <laughs> Uh-huh. is heart. the highest grossing one so Clash of Clans earned 6.4 <laughs> 6. billion and number 4 on the all time yes. list. Erebus oh. Erebus got it right he's Erebus all pumped up Candy Crush oh. and, and honestly if I was doing I didn't know this answer beforehand I probably would have went with Candy Crush as well 5.4 billion for Candy Crush
3: after because oh. you were still so close it's a billion, a billion behind already. Clash of Clans
0: was still a heck of a lot of money
3: <laughs> when right. did they both come out so like, which one made that amount of money faster? Um, they're both pretty old. I know that. Yeah,
0: um, that's something. If one of you guys want to look that up, you can. Um, just because sure. I don't want to lose the. See, uh,
1: I think Cla- or... it wasn't Clash of Clans big. Like, see, Cla- uh, yeah, I think they were around the same time, but I thought Clash of Clans was bigger in the uh, like Japan and places like that. Yeah. Like, I don't, I don't know. Mobile games so, are,
2: are Clash in general of- bigger.
3: Bigger over there, yeah. But I, the Clash yeah. of Clans, I remember reading stuff about like how big it was. Mm-hmm. But and like, So Clash of Clans came out August 2, 2012. And Candy Crush came out April 12, 2012. So Candy Crush uh-huh. actually came out earlier. Wow. wow. Not Candy by much, Crush, though. though. Not by much, yeah. though.
0: And if you think about it, this Monster Strike game at number one, 8.1 billion. I haven't even heard of that game. I know. And no. Puzzles and Dragons. I played China.
1: That, that must be think. I think
0: one of them is Tencent, for sure. I think, oh, uh, yeah. which is big in mobile markets. I think Honor of Kings is ten cent. Hmm.
1: Well, they're doing the Pokemon. Do- yes, Tencent I think are right. The yeah. Mo- they're doing the Pokemon mobile, aren't they? Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, I yeah. think so. Um, also, quick, quick question: What do you guys think? What is more, what has made more money, PUBG Mobile or Fortnite?
2: I'd say PUBG Mobile.
0: What do you like think? Fortnite.
2: I think it's- Fortnite. Am I gonna get another point here or what? This is just for fun.
0: That? This one. Well, it's it's all for fun. But this is this one's no point.
2: <laughs> PUBG Mobile I'll, I'll do PUBG Mobile too. Yeah. I think that's
0: that surprised me. PUBG Mobile is number nine all another time.
2: Another point for Arab. <laughs> yeah, European Arabs. Yeah, you know. <laughs> yeah.
0: It's two point five five billion for PUBG, whereas Fortnite's wow. only a billion. Right, and that surprised me. I, I thought of PUBG? including PUBG on the list instead of Fortnite, but I figured you guys would think Fortnite had more, right? And that's what I would have thought. So, that's nuts. So, yeah, I thought that was it. I thought that was interesting for sure. So, Erebus gets an extra point. You now have two points leading the pack, and uh, Rekizor, you're still at zero. <laughs> but it's
3: all good. It was fun bike- though. Yeah. The real reward was friendship.
0: That's that's what it's all about. That's what it's always about.
3: <laughs> oh, so wholesome. Yeah.
0: <laughs> all right. Well, I think that's going to do it for us. Um yeah. So Before I, well, no, I'll do the final housekeeping first. So again, you can follow the stream on uh, Twitch. We stream every Monday at 9 p.m. Eastern time. So if, uh, if you're live on Twitch now, feel free to give us a follow if you enjoyed our debate over gaming in 2030. And uh, we also are on all forms of social or many forms of social media from Instagram and Facebook and Twitter. You can catch all our VODs on YouTube. Uh, we have a discord. The link to the discord is on Twitch. So you should follow us in, in any manner that you choose. And uh, yeah, other than that, it's uh, like I said, 9 PM every Monday. And we usually have some pretty engaging discussions. You can see highlights on YouTube as well of diff- us, uh, you know, ranting at each other and things like that. So Uh, yeah, we hope you will uh, return to this, to, uh, to listen again to I never cast for this, but before we send off, uh, let's just do final send offs, Erebus, anything you want to plug or say before we go?
1: Twitch.tv slash Erebus, uh, disappointed once again this week, no new followers, no new views. Um, that's all I've really got to say about that.
0: Right on. And for those that don't know, newcomers to the stream, Erebus hasn't streamed since 2015. So, uh. You know he's trying. He's trying to do this new thing where the less he streams, the more followers he's trying to get. So it's an interesting approach. Let's see how it works. (laughs) Uh, Athicus, I got nothing. You got nothing. Anything alone. Leave. Leave (laughs) 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 Nothing else you want to say before we go? Uh, No. Have a good week. Thank you. You too. Recursor.
3: Um. I'm going to start on Twitter, and I'm going to be sending out uh, turnip codes, dodo codes for Animal Crossing for the Sao Jones stock market. Turnips are where it's at. Turnips are life. <laughs> Animal Crossing is life.
0: <laughs> are you playing Animal Crossing?
3: I got Animal Crossing. Oh, are nice. Are you serious? Yeah, I'll put, I'll, I'll
0: put Oh, man. I might have had to oh, it awesome. up again. Yeah, we had to switch. I forgot about that. yeah How are yeah. we waiting until the end of the stream to end of the cast to talk about <laughs> this? <laughs> cool, awesome. Right. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, that's great. And last but not least, M2. Uh, yeah, I guess uh, I don't uh,
4: I don't stream or anything. At least not well, I have in the past, but uh, I don't know if anybody wants to play some warships. Hit me up. My <laughs> my uh, war gaming idea is M2 EMTU. So I have a high win rate. Please. <laughs>
0: cool stuff and anyways that's five of us here on i never cast for this thanks for tuning in and we will see you all next week